Hello, everybody. My name is Dylan Wilson. I'm Ollie Gellert. And welcome to this first ever episode of Stories in G Minor Podcast. So, Ollie, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I'm Ollie. I've, as I said, I've been doing music for about 11 years now. I started in 2010 when my mum got me to play violin. Um, since then, my hands have grown so huge that <clears throat> they're just too big for the violin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've moved on to the double bass, and by extension, I'm able to play electric bass because they're almost the same instrument, just frets and stuff like that. Different. Different um, sizes? <laughs> yeah. And how you play it is is significantly different. Um, well, I, to some extent, I mean, you could both you could finger pick both of them. Yeah, like, but yeah. you can. But you need more intonation for double bass, and it's also Perfect. upright. Yeah. Hence, um, are you aware with um, like, cause you watch Adam Neely, right? Yeah. Uh, what did he call it? The chicken pluck, like chicken wing technique. Um, I think, isn't that plucking with the side of your finger across the string on a double bass? The way he showed it, it was like violently plucking the string, like a, almost kind of like slap, like a doom, 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 almost. Um, I've never done that personally. Fair enough. It looks like a pain in the ass. (laughs) Uh, I have done something similar, which is a classical technique, because I'm mostly trained classically. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's a classical technique. It's referred to as the Bartok pizzicato, where you lift the string up so it, and release it so it slaps the fingerboard, ah. creating a very harsh sound. So it's kind of just like slap, almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except it's much more aggressive. Wow. Yeah. And I thought slap on electric was already aggressive. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I did the State School Spectacular for two years in a row, which, if anyone listening is able to do has the option to do it, do. It's a really great experience. Um, the only regret is that I wasn't able to do it more. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> What kind of skill ceiling uh, do you think you'd need to be in the state spectacular? It's recommended to be at least grade five level. Okay. Uh, however, when I started in the first year in 2019, I wasn't entirely. Um, I had only started three years prior, but I was up to grade four. Right. Okay. Actually, two and a half years. And is that um, just like general education level, or is that like uh, music specifically? Musical grade five, not yeah, uh, not grade five in school. You can start. Yeah. You can do it from prep onwards. In fact, if you look at the number of participants, you the most people doing it are probably in prep. Or oh. in the lower year levels because of the mass choir. Right, okay. And mass dance. 
That's pretty cool. Which I can't speak for how much fun it is for either of those, but the <laughs> orchestra is a great community. Always supportive. Um, yeah, just wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I am now trying to get into the Essendon, Essendon Orchestra, and I am studying the Bachelor of Artificial Intelligence at Deakin University. So, I mean, that's me. Yeah. So now, Dylan, why don't you talk about yourself? Ah. Uh. Yes. Uh, I am an indie artist, uh, multi-instrumentalist. Uh, I guess you could primarily consider me a singer-songwriter. I, uh, I, I play guitar, acoustic, and electric. Uh, six, seven, and eight-string electric. Uh, I play electric bass, uh, four- and five-string. Uh, what else? I play drums. Not my favorite instrument anymore, but it does keep me in time. Uh, can play a little bit of piano, a little bit of synth. Um, what else? I Right now, uh, probably not for much longer, but I am doing a course at Melbourne Polytechnic for music production. Uh, and my time there has helped me <laughs> to get my product, uh, productions sounding better than they used to. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes into music that people don't know about, honestly. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, with the spec, even if you don't have any musical knowledge, you can join the tech crew, which oh. is all, all about controlling the lights, balance... A whole lot yeah. of stuff. Which, that also sounds fun. I've got another friend who has, who did that a few, for a few years. It looks pretty tricky. I've seen, um, okay. Um, how many years ago? Yeah, probably like, uh, two years ago or so. Hmm. I did a, uh, did a production at the Essendon Theatre Company. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was the drummer for that gig. Nice. nice. I got to take a look a little bit uh, behind the, um, at the lights, because there was, like, a oh, desk. Yeah. There was a yeah. desk, um, like, almost right behind the audience. And there's, like, a whole list of steps and commands. It's, like, an hour-long show, too, every night. Yeah. So... There is a lot of work there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, the spec is a good two and a half, three hours. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Are there, any, done, uh, yeah. There, are there any intermissions? Yeah, there, there's a half hour intermission. Ah, oh, good, yeah. Yeah. But, no, it's just, yeah. Nothing but fond memories. Yeah. I mean, it does help that I made some friends there, so... Yeah. 
Yeah, always good to meet new people around, you know, yeah. different parts of the industry. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, in terms of musical influences, what are your primary, like, go-tos? Like, um... Well, when I was younger, um, I listened, I, as in, in primary school, I didn't really listen to much music. Which, I know, being, being a musician in some ways is kind of weird. Although Very... I was, I was mostly a classical musician and classical just wasn't cool. So, ah. and my 10-year-old mind thought, oh, it's not cool, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to listen to it. Sure. Um, however, since then, I have, um, well, first of all, it probably would have been Queen right at the start. Oh, okay. Bit of a classic there. Oh, definitely. Uh, what Queen stuff are you listening to anyway? Um, We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions, you know, really classic Queen music. Nice. Uh, another one bites the dust, it's another one, but um, now I'd say what the big classical composers, so Mozart, Beethoven, um... Uh, many others. <laughs> Vivaldi, of course. Yeah. Bit of Debussy. Uh, but also um, Red Sun Rising. Is... Yeah. Yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, you were found... talking about them. Yeah, I found out about them from playing Forza Horizon 4, which yeah. I must thank some of another some of my friends <laughs> or for that one and yeah it was no um i mean also somewhat uh uh the wonder years as well and b cake um b cake has with my virtual background the argonath yeah. From Lord of the Rings, and uh, one of the actors who was in Lord of the Rings is one of the lead singers from it. Oh, wow. Yeah. At least I think they are. <laughs> Small world. Uh, I know. It, it's, well, it's actually a, um, a Scottish band, so that helps. Do they have bagpipes? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's still the only the only band that I know of that ever used bagpipes was ACDC. Corn. Uh, uh, oh, first... of course. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Of course, you've listened to Corn. <laughs> A little. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mostly listen to. Well, I listen to a lot of soundtrack music. Yeah. Especially orchestral. Which uh Howard Shaw, yeah. composer for Lord of the Rings, just a masterpiece. Might as well get this out now. Uh we're massive nerds. We love yes. video games and movies. <laughs> yep. 
it's kind of half the point of this podcast just yeah to geek out yeah exactly yeah um okay just out of curiosity right um i've known mm-hmm. a couple people now who also like uh han zimmer uh, sorry han zimmer and uh danny elfman uh yeah han zimmer he's he is also a genius. I haven't seen, haven't heard as much of his work. Admittedly, most of yeah. Howard Shaw's is the Middle Earth stuff that I know. So, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogy, which I've watched, and I'm personally not a fan. I mean, it would they weren't bad movies. They were just bad in in the context of the Hobbits. Because my opinion is that if you're going to base a book off, sorry, a movie, movies off books, you should stay faithful to them, as faithful sure, as yeah. possible. Yeah. Unless uh, you've uh, you haven't seen Invincible yet, right? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, but um, that that's a good show because it's an example of how you can take the source material and straight up improve upon it, you know, cutting mm. out fat where it's appropriate and mm. just making everything more concise and cohesive. Yeah. I mean, the Hobbit was 300 pages and people wonder why at three, three hour movies longer for the extended edition is not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, your thoughts on Danny Elfman as well? Uh, I've not really heard anything from him. I think I'm not sure what what's he done. Um, a lot of Tim Burton movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, he did the opening for The Simpsons, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he's done oh, a lot yeah. of movies. Some of it not great, but mm. people still like it anyway, like uh, Goosebumps, Fifty Shades. Um, oh, yeah. Some, is it uh, Big Eyes, Blue Eyes? Not uh, sure. I don't know, but yeah, he's been all over the place. I um, have seen Goosebumps and The Simpsons. I mean, who hasn't <laughs> seen The Simpsons? Yeah, I know, right? To be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. I, I know him because of... Um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and Corpse Bride. I think I might have seen some of the Corpse Bride or her. I know I've heard the name before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nightmare is a classic, definitely. Hmm. Mm. That I was. Haven't seen that one though. Yeah. Uh, that was the first piece of media that got me really into singing. Actually. Oh yeah. Because um, I used to go to actually we both used to go to um Coburg High, yeah, and yeah, like uh, I think it was around like past halfway of the first year I was there, I took mm-hmm. up uh, singing lessons, and eventually, uh, me and the piano teacher we performed uh, in front of everybody. I did a song from that movie, uh, Jack's Lament. Oh yeah, and yeah, that was a very valuable experience because it taught me that I, I like performing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, as I started in playing music in grade two, so. Um, yeah. yeah, you started a lot earlier. I yeah. like year seven or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely, if, if you're thinking about starting, definitely do. Yeah, for sure. It, it, there's no harm in trying it. And especially yeah. now, you could just rent something for reasonably cheap. Yeah. You know. Or you might even have a friend who could lend you something. Yeah. Or you could just buy a secondhand instrument for like super yeah. cheap off Facebook or something. Like, yeah. There's and, really no I mean, harm. secondhand, it could be pretty good quality. I mean, <laughs> hmm? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, my cousin used to play in a rock band and he traveled he toured in europe for a few years about maybe 10 15 years ago um yeah and the electric bass that he had he that he had then and used on that tour he has he gave to me last year yeah uh partially because i needed an electric bass to play on so I asked him if I could borrow it, and he ended up giving it to me. <laughs> nice one, dude, yeah. He bought that second hand for $100. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I mean, you've played it. It's pretty good. It's nice. It, yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah. Uh, when I got it, there was only one problem with it, which was not that hard to fix. There was just the wire had come loose in it. Oh, yeah, you, so I assume you just had to solder it? Easy. <laughs> yeah, definitely did. Yeah. Soldering. Do do yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you do you do it. much? Have, have you done much? Soldering? Uh, yeah. Not really. That's more my dad's thing. Fair uh, enough. I got to try it a little bit. Um, yeah. Let me show you right now. Uh, <clears throat> seven string guitar. Um, got the nice. pickups upgraded uh, for... Yep. They're like a PRS pickups, which mm. they're like a thousand dollar guitars. Mm. So I'm kind of thinking that he didn't know what the hell he was doing when selling them. <laughs> <laughs> but, Probably. Um, yeah, I had to do. I got dad to do it because he was a lot more reliable. But um, yeah, I got to learn about soldering. Yeah, uh, it's fairly easy. Yeah, it, it is. I just, because I don't have another guitar on backup, I didn't want to destroy this one on accident. That's fair enough. I mean... Yeah, got this Got this one installed. Mm. Most of the reason I did it, I did it to fix that bass is because um, one of the pickups wasn't working. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, specifically the, the bridge pickup wasn't working at all. And that was because one of the wires came loose and so I fixed it. The reason I fixed it is because uh, I didn't want to have to pay as much as my as much or more than my cousin paid for the base yeah. at a store to get them to just service it when I knew what was wrong. For sure, man. Yeah, of course. And um, then I mean, no one else in my family knows how to solder. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy fix. E- very easy fix. Yeah. Um, just out of curiosity, what's your uh, what was the base uh, pickup configuration again? Was it humbucker humbucker? Uh, 
Pedro. Thing. Ah, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty standard. Pretty good. Definitely. Are they... They're, they're passive pickups, aren't they? No, they're active. Oh, they're... Okay, cool. Yeah. Gotta love actives. They're so loud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, I did follow safety procedures and remove the battery. Oh, for, for sure, yeah. Definitely. I mean, 9 volts is enough to kill you. Thanks, Mythbusters, for this. It's 7 volts across the heart. <laughs> Damn. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, um, other than that, I have soldered some contact microphones, which I can actually get one of them. Yeah, please do. I actually still have one of yours. <laughs> yeah. So, there. So, what I did was, under the duct tape here, there's some solder joints. Um, just, there are two, so one for each conductive wire. Yeah. And then, soldered it here. It's exactly the same on yours. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. your camera's glitching out a bit. Yeah. Soldered them on here. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So easy and so much cheaper than buying one. How much are how much do they go for? You can I think you can get five of the five of these for about fifteen, if I'm right. Whereas for a fully finished contact microphone you'd be paying twenty five. <laughs> yeah. I mean you could you could make one for under ten dollars. That's I think. Goddamn. Yeah. Maybe you should start your own business. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, they're not the highest quality. But... Sure, but you, you can do it. You've got yeah. the skills. Yeah, definitely, definitely. could. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so what, what got you into the specs, um, anyway, of your instruments? Like, uh, was it out of necessity, or um, did you have, like, pro knowledge? Neither, uh, actually. Um, when I was... So, I, I started off by being taught double bass by a uh, general basses, general stringed basses teacher. Right. Who was primarily a cello, cello teacher. I learnt from her for uh, two and a half years. Yeah. At the start, when I changed teachers to the one that I have currently, um, he he's also the double bass tutor at the spec, the orchestra. Oh, oh wow. And he offered me a spot, saying that it would be hard work, but it would be worth it. And I said that I'd give it a try, and yeah, that's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah, yeah. So that—that's how you were introduced to contact mics, or no? I—I I was introduced to contact microphones through the uh, drum teacher at Coburg High School. Ah, okay. Yeah, he—he oh. he, well in VC music he would. Because I was using, I think it was something like a 47 
it's on SM forty seven or something like that microphone for my double bass, just putting it next to the F hole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm. Just, I'll check to see if I'm correct in in it, calling it in in saying an SM forty seven. Um, I'm getting results for SM seventy four. Oh, uh, that's not. Hang on. No, I don't think so. Um. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. No, it's not that. Um. Ah, SM fifty seven. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still yet to have one. Got a 58, which yeah. is pretty good. Um, yeah, I'll share my screen for those watching on YouTube so you can see what I'm talking about with an SM57 microphone. Yeah, they're pretty good, cheap, dynamic mics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just had this one just outside the F hole, which is the best way to record yep. or not the best way to do it. It works, but it is not easy <laughs> to use. Are you uh, sure of the screen? Stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's not easy to use because it, it can be a bit temperamental. So, um, I decided, I, I, I mean, I'd been looking for a, a pickup because you can get pickups that go in the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for a few years, I'd been looking since year 10, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just on and off looking for it. Um. And then I, then the drums teacher, uh, which you didn't know, I think, did you? No. no. Yeah. Um, he was suggesting a contact microphone. And so I found one on Amazon and just ordered it. Yeah. Then, shortly afterward, as it happens, I saw a video on YouTube about, um, Way about piezo discs mm, mm-hmm, yep. in old that are in watch in what old digital watches or in digital watches in general and such, and I found out that they are that that's a contact microphone. So since then, all my old watches, except for one of them, which still works, um, have become contact microphones. You probably have them. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Whereas now I've just got this. Ah. Yeah, and an Apple Watch Series 2. Interesting. I mean, I don't use the fitness for fitness stuff. I use it out of curiosity. Yeah. More than anything else. Yeah. You ever done just a, um, like Mm. a stereo mic set up? to your double bass and just amplify that? No, I didn't. Okay. Because I, 
I was thinking if we eventually got to recording something, that's probably how we'd end up doing it. Either that or your contact microphones. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, thing, I, um, okay. your your pickup idea uh, yeah. sounds very similar to acoustic guitars. Yeah, and and those can be pretty hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, no, th- these ones are specially made. These are really these are definitely they're well engineered. Okay, so, well, yeah. if that's the case, then for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I did uh, well. I did the state school spectacular last year. Yeah, and in that, um, we had to record. We had to record ourselves at home, both audio and video. In the first one, I recorded them together on my phone, which turned out well. But uh, later on, after I had, I made a, a contact microphone, which I could use as a microphone to my computer. At that point, because we were we were required to use a MacBook at Coburg High School, um, yeah. So I recorded it into my my MacBook using an adapter that I got with this microphone. Yeah, because <laughs> Macs don't like microphones other than specific ones in their three and a half millimeter yeah. auxiliary. So, yeah, I recorded it into Audacity because that's easier to make it mono than GarageBand. Um, and then uploaded them as the file and uploaded everything together. I even got best video on one one week. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, yeah. You, should, you should have been able to put it from stereo to mono in GarageBand. I should have, yeah, but it's just easier on Audacity, and I mean, I didn't realise it at the time, but it was recording uh, mono anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. That's that's good. That's a very fascinating story, actually. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious now, uh, if yeah, tell me when you get that pickup for your bass, because I'd be very interested to see if I could record some DI with it. Um, I don't think I ever will, just because the contact microphone works so well. Ah. For me. <laughs> Maybe I'll yeah. buy it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good. Definitely, yeah. That sounds like an interesting project. still think you should probably at least try double bass. Oh, um, from the little bit I got to try at your place. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful instrument. Although, <laughs> the thing is, as much as I like double bass, I'd probably in- rather invest in a violin or something. Because... Easy to, yeah, easy to transport. Because here's the thing, I use violin MIDI so much. Yeah. It'd probably be more practical to just get a real one. <laughs> I mean, I could lend you one, if you like. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, th- thanks so much, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't use it. <laughs> it's in really poor tuning. <laughs> I could I still fix that up, yeah. Still have it here. Um, 
it's not in the best condition. Actually, no, it is in a fairly good condition. It's just not been used in numerous years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll get it out and play it a bit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I like strings at least. So you can see just how poor the tuning is. So this is supposed to be a G. Oh. D? <laughs> oh my god. A. Oh, I couldn't hear that. Could you hear it? Yeah? Yeah. Um. I can see you playing it, but I can't hear it for some reason. It's it's at a lower pitch than the D string. Ah. Okay. And then the E string. Wait, I'll try turning off noise suppression. That that might help. Yeah, probably. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's even remotely close to being in tune, I think it's the E string. Um, but yeah, I've got I have got a homemade contact microphone on it. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad instrument. Oh, you gotta love a good violin. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a Chinese instrument, so it's not top of the line, but still bad. Ah, uh, but yeah. I've, so got the chin, re uh, chin rest and shoulder rest. Uh, Are those actually useful? Shoulder rest makes it easier to play, easier so it, it slips less when because you rest it on your collarbone. Yeah. Oh, this just feels so small. I'm so used to the double bass, which is taller than me. Wow. Just so tiny. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, violin is definitely a good instrument. For sure. Back, the string section is the backbone of the orchestra, and then the violins get the hardest part, especially first violins. Yeah, because um, I'd assume they'd carry most of the leadish parts. Yeah, exactly. Um. This is actually in a lot thanks to v and Antonio Vivaldi and uh, Stradivarius. Ah, uh, I see. Um, I see. Vivaldi, he defined the orchestra, basically, at the start of, well, in the 1600s. Yep. Um, and was friends with Stradivarius and... As they are famous for, they have Stradivarius violins are high quality. Yeah. Well, at least that. Mm, that's what I've heard. Mm. I haven't actually touched one ever. They probably are worth more than most people make in a lifetime. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I've never heard one thing. 
But yeah, they're supposed to be really good instruments. Yeah, uh, I could believe that. Yeah. Uh, this is even before the time of the double bass. So the deepest, well, the cello was the um, bass section of the, of the strings. Wait, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Good God. Uh, and the double bass was originally only had three three strings. I could believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have the low E string. Wait, why is that the string that's missing? <laughs> oh. Um, I guess uh, my guess is because of the tension needed. Ah. Uh. Possibly didn't have techniques to make it strong enough to not flex. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I mean, there's something like ninety kilos of tension on the sound post on a double bass. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 a lot of tension. Like it is. Oh my versus... god. Hmm. Sorry. No, it's just saying that. Oh my god, that's that's yeah. Uh, Versus something like um, ten kilos on a violin, I think <clears throat> maybe twenty, twenty-five. That's. I'm trying to imagine. What would it be like to lift ninety kilos? <laughs> um. Yeah, <laughs> you make a fair point. That that would be heavy, <laughs> especially as somebody that doesn't go to the gym. That's uh... yeah. Nor do I. <laughs> <sighs> Good Jesus. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's enough. You don't need to go to the gym if you transport a double bass. <laughs> I'm surprised I can even play an eight string or five string bass. I I can't imagine doing that. What the... <laughs> There are actually five-string double basses. Oh my! Yeah. Imagine that low B. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be good. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we both, we both write original music, uh. Yeah, we have both. I've written a lot less than you. Sure, but still, we've both written music, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, out of the, the two songs that I have written, one of them has, was originally for a podcast. Ah. Yeah. And it, which was the the one we were on previously, which has since stopped ever being produced, has been deceased. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I did actually send you the pro, the file that I found. Yeah, I found I the, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. I mean. 
it wasn't that one was about and that one was similar but it also it had a lot more to do with IT on yep. it yeah which I personally quite like computers and stuff like that but I know it's not for everyone yeah <laughs> Hmm. I'm I'm fairly novice when it comes to computers. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, although being a uh, uh, what would you call me? Not not an engineer, but like I'm just I guess general mm-hmm. producer. Yeah. I don't know. Point is, I do a lot of mixing. Uh, mm. I do a lot of mixing in the box. So, despite not being the greatest of computers, I could still use a DAW quite comfortably. You you learn what you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I always try to help people, so I try. I've tried to learn how to fix issues. Yeah, with computers. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So when it comes to original compositions, uh, I'd assume your primary influences are like. Classical. Yes, mostly. Um, the other one that I did was for an album that was going to be recorded at Coburg High School last year. Yeah. Um, and then COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then that, COVID that's... happened again. <laughs> yeah. So nothing's happened with it, but um, it's still there. You might hear the the other one, the one that I made for a podcast in this one. You might have heard it right at the start. Yeah, you most likely have. <laughs> yeah. Just recording it and then editing it later. As, I mean, yeah. can't do it the other way around. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, in the world of Spaceballs, you can. Uh, God, I haven't seen that movie in almost a decade. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> I was I was young when I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Definitely. Good God. But um, <laughs> I um. Would you say when it comes to your influence, it's mostly from one place, or is it like a hybrid of multiple other spots? So a hybrid doesn't even start to cover it. It is just a mash of just you know the meme about um, the the, the Family Guy meme. The what is this with the yeah yep. I saw something like that, but with a whole lot of different genres of music and my Spotify liked playlist, that doesn't really cover it even, I think. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just everywhere. Yeah. I just like, I see, I hear a song I like, done. Yeah. That, that could be inspiration. Definitely. Um, but I mean, most of it is probably from soundtracks. Especially instrumental soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... God, when it comes to my influences, it's it's all over the place, honestly, as well. Yeah. <laughs> especially since music, it, 
it's it's everywhere in media. Uh, yeah, I, I'd argue one of my biggest influences comes from like video games, like PS2 games. Yeah, uh, certain yeah. movie soundtracks, like you as well. Yeah, I had soundtracks. I was also meaning game soundtracks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Portal, the Portal series has got some of the best songs in it. I think at least some of it's definitely iconic. Yeah, especially the credit songs. Yeah, still alive. Want you gone? Are oh, they? They're wonderful. Yeah. Um, also, um, <clears throat> also, uh, Civilization Four. That's got a really good song for the opening, Baba Yetu. Have you heard it? I don't think so. Uh, leave oh. the link in Discord. Yeah, definitely. I'll send you the Spotify link. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay then. There we go. There. Uh, Sent a direct message to you. Yeah, I'll I'll take a look at it after. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it it won awards actually. Oh. Yeah. Like Grammys. <laughs> um. Well, Civ 4 won Best Soundtrack, I believe. That's pretty good. I, think I also have the theory that because Len- Leonard Nimoy offered his voice to the to be the sort of narrator, yeah, I think that would have helped. I'm a big fan of Leonard Nimoy. Unfortunately, he's dead, so yeah. oh well. Have a signed photo of him on my on a desk, right? Definitely there. left a legacy with Star Trek. Oh, yeah. No one has done the role justice, I think. Nah. Other yeah. than Landon Nimoy. Yeah. When when somebody's so iconic, how do you replace them? You just you just can't. Nah, you can't. Um. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, especially as my life goes on, I try to listen to more experimental music. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know me. I am uh, yeah. listen to a lot of metal, uh, a lot of yeah. especially progressive metal now, which... Yeah. Devin Townsend is one of my favorite artists right now because of his fusion. Okay. Um, I used to like Dream Theater for that. I mean, and I still do, but um, mm. I appreciate them more just for uh, their solid compositions rather than how progressive they are. Yeah. Devin Townsend just blows it out of the park. Uh, yeah. Them, Haken, Periphery. Uh, well, actually, Periphery a bit less, but... Um, what? Um, uh, I mean, another bit of inspiration would actually be Weird Al. Ah, yeah. He's pretty Yeah. Yeah. So he can do so much with an accordion. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's a 
he's a genius as well, I think. Actually, um, surprising one too for me, uh, mm. David Bowie a little bit. Ah, yeah, yeah, I've heard some of his song, his stuff. Me too. Yeah. I'm not an avid listener, but I have, I had to perform one of his songs for, uh, for school. Ah, yeah, w- which one? Uh, Space Oddity. Uh, I did yeah, the song justice, think... but it was definitely a good learning experience. Hmm. Um, definitely. Especially, especially in terms of nasal articulation, that was a very interesting. Oh, yeah, you had to sing it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never sung a song. But, I mean, for... For my VCE music uh, mid-year exam thing, type thing. Well, I mean, my mid-year assessment task, we had to do an exam, including including a part where we had to sing. And as you can hear, I have a very deep voice. So, I mean, my voice... What I had was the lower, deepest in the class, according yeah. to the, the teacher. Um, the funny thing is, we were told at beforehand that we would have a choice between two keys. I believe they were B-flat and D, and that B-flat would be too high for most people, and D would either be, would be a pro- or, or too low for most people, um, and D would be uh, good. For most. So most people went with D. I went with B flat and it oh, Of course. <laughs> no, sorry. One of no, um sorry, actually no, the me- B flat but B flat too. That was for just for the scale. The oh. the melody that we had to sing was it had to be lowered by two and a half octaves to get it into my range. <laughs> nice. Nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I love okay. having a deep voice. You mentioned that. My yeah. guitar is in B flat right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It is it is such a good tuning though. It is. Very yeah. fun. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, what did I do for VC? I had to do a couple of uh jazz songs. Uh one of them was BBK. Uh, uh sorry, uh what's it BB King? I think th- yeah, I think that a jazz, a jazz musician, yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, it was one of the jazz standards. Ah, yeah. But actually, uh, there's an artist, Mark Giuliano. Heard of, heard of him, I think. Phenomenal, phenomenal jazz artist. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was an EP. Yeah, I gave yeah. it a little listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for my VCE, I... Well, for my, I did group music because, yeah. um, because I, well, I didn't really have the skill. No, I didn't have the experience on a double bass to do solo. And also I don't have that good of an ear <laughs> for tuning right? and different pitches and stuff like that. I mean, it's good enough but it's not not great sure um 
but yeah, I had to. So I, I did group, um, and well, the songs that my that I did were uh, "Out of the Black" by Royal Blood. I've told you about that. You told me about them, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's in Drop D. That was the one that I did on electric bass. Yeah. The other three songs I didn't on my primary instrument, double bass. Personally, I think it's better, but <laughs> that, that's my opinion. Um, but yeah, I did um, Don't Make Me Hold Your Hand by uh, Lake Street Drive something, yeah. or something like that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah right. um, oh, what was it again? Well, if if you'd asked me about six months ago, I could have recalled them like that. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, right. I can look it up easily enough. Oh yeah. no, I can't. <laughs> uh, wait. Yes, I can. Yeah, you're you're fine. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Junior Spirit by Jala. And we did a mashup of My Favourite Things and Take Five. Yeah, yeah, I remember Take Five, yeah. Yeah. That was... That, the, and that was a, that was a jazz version of Favourite Things. It worked out quite well, I think. Yeah. I had to do um, Schism by Tool as well. Ah, yeah. <laughs> On drums. Oh. I've, I've not heard it, I've... I mean, I've heard of the song. I've not heard the song, though. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Mm. Uh, the subdivision was, uh, was it 5-8 and 7-8? <laughs> oh. Polyrhythm. Polymeter, actually. <laughs> yep. Uh, Fun. I forget what the chorus was. I think it was just straight 7. Uh, no, that doesn't sound right, but... Well, it, it took us it took us months to get that song down. Beethoven's ninth. That is another hard one. Three hundred beats per minute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's and it gets faster. faster. That's faster than a lot of what, death uh what is it? Grindcore songs? Yeah. It's faster than pretty much anything else. I I've heard. Why? Because the the audience was supposed to be on edge. That's one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I, I appreciate a lot more techie songs than faster songs. Yeah. More technical. I mean, it was, it was also technical. Yeah. You get to think of the most efficient way to play it as well. So you could play it qu that quickly. Unfortunately, it was cut. Except for the main, except for Ode to Joy, which is the final movement of the ninth. Right, yeah. A powerful, powerful piece, powerful symphony. Been used for many things. And it sounds good too, I think. <laughs> At yeah. 300 BPM, goddamn. Yeah. I have respect for anyone who plays it. Well, in fact, anyone who plays it in general. 
I could probably blast beat that fast, but goddamn, no, <laughs> no. That's that's. Oh god. The second movement, which we were playing, yeah, was partial. It was actually written for the timpani, mostly to highlight the timpani. Yeah, I remember you said that. Yeah. Ah, beautiful one though. Actually, I personally I prefer um the part of the re- Mozart's Mass Requiem, the Lacrimosa, which was in the spec in twenty nineteen. That that's an amazing piece. Interesting thing, it wasn't actually written by Mozart. Oh, he died before finishing the Mass Requiem. Oh, so so. Uh, it was finished by a group, I believe. Right. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> you see, Mo- Mozart died really young. About 35. Jesus. Yeah. 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 And I thought 50 was young. Christ. He was, he was a genius, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, who was the one that was deaf again? Beethoven. Beethoven, yeah. Yeah, he died about 200, 251 years ago. That was impressive, though, when I found out about that. Yeah. And then, um, do you know the game Resident Evil? I have heard of them, yeah. The first, uh, what was it, the director's cut on PS1 of the first game. Mm-hmm. Rewritten by a deaf composer. Oh. <laughs> nice. it, 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 it was not good, to say the least. A lot of it was mm. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the whole thing that was about, because I think he got exposed for not being deaf, and, uh, or it was ghost-written or something. Uh, but yeah. <clears throat> Strapped a bit of wood to his piano. Oh. Feel the vibrations, yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, what is it about? Because uh, I I know with like uh, deaf audiences, they they clap differently because of the vibrations or something. Oh yeah, I haven't heard anything about that, but that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Funny thing is, we've been going for an hour and we haven't even touched on. Uh, well, we have touched on, on it, but um, we haven't really talked much about fellowship, which I thought oh, yeah. we were going to. Yeah, I've never seen Lord of the Rings until this week, <laughs> and I've been a massive fan since Year Seven. Yeah. Um. When did? Mm. Yeah, it was a couple. Of... A couple of days ago now. Yeah, yeah, um, Monday. Yeah, went over we're, to... Uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah. Went over to Ollie's house. Uh, we watched the extended cut of Fellowship. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because up until then, the longest movie I've seen is, like, the Snyder's cut of Justice League. Hmm. I think that could actually be longer, longer than all but uh, Return of the King extended. 
yeah. But yeah, that was definitely interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, it. It's such a faithful recreation of the book. Yeah, it's not my favorite piece of media, but I can yeah. see why it has the following it does. It's great stuff. Oh yeah, especially for the time. Uh, until Ali reminded me that it was 2001, I had no idea. I thought it was like a 2008 film or something. Well, actually, it was made in the 90s. Mostly. It was released in no one. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. Impressive shit. Impressive. It is, yeah. And like you were saying about uh, the score as well, because uh, yeah. you've, you've done a medley. I, When I was in year seven, I insisted on learning something from Lord of the Rings. I was playing yeah. violin at the time. So my teacher found the Lord of the Rings complete medley. Uh, it's not showing up. I'll uh, try, uh, hmm? uh, try again. Uh, just put it in front of your face. <laughs> ah, all good. Um, I'll just share my screen. which Because I have been writing it out on MuseScore to send to Dylan. Because, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure how legal this is, but... Um, okay. It's legal, just as long as you don't uh, publish it for money. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, sharing it on YouTube. Trying to music. Oh, the copyright. I have not. Yeah. It should be fine, because it's not audio. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so, I... God knows with YouTube. Hmm. I mean, to be fair, I doubt there are many bots that could pick this up. Uh, but yeah, I've arranged it for violin, viola, and double bass. I should. I had a cello in it previously. Then I f- then I forgot why I had it in there, so I removed it. But I realised that I should add it back again. <laughs> so I'll just do that. Uh, and uh, yes, musical is my. Um, scoring software of choice, personally. Yep. Um, horror stories about Sibelius. Uh, yeah, Sibelius is a horror story in itself. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Howard Shaw, genius of music. Yeah. Yeah. No other way I can say it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that's where I've gotten up to out of the 500-something bars. <laughs> um, hang on a sec. I need to... Uh... Oh, you've not been watching the stream? No. No, I have not. I haven't received a request. Or a... Oh, uh, I just started the... I started a stream. So... How do I, uh... Uh, just double-click on my thing in the sidebar. Oh, I don't have the sidebar. I'm full-screen, does Oh, um, go back into Discord then, and then you can... Uh, wait, no. Oh, you should be able to just click watch... watch stream. Oh, no, you can't view it. If you click on more and show non-video participants, then you should be able to 
Oh, there strength. it is. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just. Genius. Yeah. Howard Shaw. Mm. To all two of you who could read sheet music. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really have no idea who our audience is going to be. So. Yeah, that that's a good point. Yeah. We've. I mean, we found our niche definitely in what we want to talk about. <laughs> definitely. I mean, we've been we've been doing this episode for what did you say an hour already? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. feel like it. I know, right? Yeah. Just two two mates having a good time. But yeah. It's something like five hundred bars. And you said like seventeen pages long? Yeah. yeah. Uh I'm not sure if that's accurate because there's some changes in the meter. Well still, I mean a page is a page. Uh, no, say- I mean in terms of the bar number. Yeah, it's uh, 516 bars long. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Mmm. Ah. Oh, but no, actually, no. This isn't how I normally have it set up. There we go. Hey. No. Again, that's not. Uh... Uh, where is it? <laughs> uh, uh, what's this one then? Oh, okay. Actually, I like that better than the pellets one. Um, describe for those who can't see what we're doing. Oh, um, I'm just looking at MuseScore. Showing, showing the transcription or the what I've written out on the music score yeah. to send to Dylan for um for the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings complete medley by Howard Shaw. Yep. Mm. Yeah, just it's a it's a genius. I can't remember what it's called, so that doesn't help. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, highlights to include from Fellowship um, are the Shire theme. Yep, yep, for sure. The theme when they become a fellowship, the Fellowship. Um, the mines, as in when they're running through the mines of Moria. Yeah. Um, Lothlorien is also, it's, as in, it works really well. It, it suits, suits what's going on really well. Um, and the breaking of the fellowship. I saw I saw a meme, which was 
people Peter Jackson thinking that this the scene in from uh, Return of the King where they look at where the the Rahiram joined the battle at um, at uh, Minas Tirith. Yeah, and it's saying this can't get any more epic, and uh, Howard Shaw just pouring on this. The, the soundtrack. It's, I mean, I. It would not be the same without Howard Shaw. Oh, for sure. <laughs> He's a genius. I've said that a few times, but I mean, yeah. You gotta give your favorite composer praise when you can. Definitely. Yeah. Uh Howard Shaw, and then there's also. Uh, I forget I forget his name, but he did he wrote the soundtrack to the sound the soundtrack to Star Trek Eight. <laughs> um First Contact. It uh again I think well, I think he did all of the next generation films probably, but yeah, he's he's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not really much of a trekkie myself. <laughs> That's more. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, Actually, what's your uh, favorite run of Star Trek? Probably the next generation. Yeah. I think. Fair enough. That's that's most people's favorite, isn't it? I don't know. A lot of people like... Um, people are liking Picard, aren't they? Uh, I like Picard. I, I also like Deep Space Nine. I don't think that gets enough attention. Ah. Yeah. And also Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. Which, unfortunately, only had four seasons. But, I mean... It, would, it was reaching its peak. It was going towards... It was only getting better in seasons three and four. They had a direction. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, I mean, it's a bit of fun, but Red Dwarf, they've... Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. surprised you haven't mentioned that until now. Yeah, I know. It's it's really good, Red Dwarf. The, yeah. the soundtrack and... I mean, the characters, the characters wouldn't work, but they work so well in a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ah. Uh, similarly in the Orville as well, I think. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to that yet, but I've heard great things. Oh, yeah. So good that I even bought both seasons <laughs> on DVD. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I was just reminded, uh, because you brought up, because uh, Star mm. Trek was brought up, uh, mm. you have Star Trek Online? Yes. Yeah. I, I know nothing about it other than it exists. Uh, you, it, you, do you want to get into it? I mean, I'd like to know what I'm getting into. <laughs> uh, it's an MMORPG. Yeah. Um, 
there are 65 levels, I think, that you can get. And there are five... Yeah, five different timelines you can play in. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. And you, you, get, a, you get six characters yeah. that you can make. At least last time I checked. Do you like MMOs in general or just this one? Um, I don't know. I've not really played any other MMOs. I've, I mean, I guess you could count GCA Online and uh, and Minecraft, but <laughs> not. They're not really MMOs as such. I mean, they're online though. I don't know. Yeah, although GTA, you can only have up to thirty-five, thirty-two people in a lobby. I think yeah, it's not really an MMO. Yeah, not Minecraft massive. though. <laughs> Minecraft, yes, it definitely can be. Definitely. Hmm. Hmm. Um. We should probably wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should soon, at least. Um. Actually. I guess, yeah. Yeah. No, any but... any other thoughts you have? Not really. Um, aside from that, I'm, I'm excited to keep on going. Uh, Definitely. We, we should. Uh, should we talk about a, a project that we have with Sophia? Sure. Uh, you brought up Red Dwarf. Uh, yeah. We're, uh, we're gonna do a cover of the main theme. Yeah. Not entirely Ex- sure how quite yet, but. Except. The main theme in the show only has two verses. There were eight written. We're going to do eight <laughs> plus, plus the opening. And, so, and some solos in it. Yeah. Yeah. How long is that going to be? Jesus Christ. <laughs> It'll probably be, what, probably close to ten minutes, I think. Yeah, we're going to do like a prog yeah. version of the opening. That's going to be yeah. fun. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Um, Sophia is someone that we have... Well, He's going to be our vocalist for the project. Yeah. Um, we might also extend it to the, uh, the, all the covers that we were talking about last year. We Although, were originally talking about doing an album, but with yeah. COVID and whatnot, we might either shorten it to an EP, Yeah. or we might put put it as like a bonus track on an on a solo album i'm working on at the moment yeah more likely work. the ep because i think that might be a bit more fun yeah i but, mean um, we'll see how that goes i mean I'd, I'd still be up to do all of them yeah uh yeah we'll see what happens yeah uh, but yeah that's that's us yeah uh, this is our first episode of stories in g minor yeah we hope to catch you on the next episode. Definitely. Uh, see you guys soon. See you.